Welcome to the Making Dough Show podcast. I am your host, Hingham Stanfield, co-founder of Matangas Pizzeria with six restaurants here in San Antonio, a former electrical and systems engineer, mama of four, and a proud garlicaholic. On this show, we talk about marketing systems, management systems. I get to answer your questions and share about our wild restaurant journey and more. So subscribe to not miss a show. Now let's dive in. It's going to be a flavor-packed episode. Do you have a store accountability chart? What are your thoughts? You have a form that is a restaurant accountability, that it's very clear to your management team and yourself and everybody on the team who is in charge of what, who is accountable for what. Whenever there is confusion, and and, and this is something to realize, when the team is not getting along, things are not getting done because I thought you were going to do it, I was going to do it. She said, he said, and that leads to friction or somebody starts doing things. It was supposed to be, you know, in this person's territory where I don't want to walk on this person's territory. All these shenanigans that goes on is because we do not have an accountability chart um, in the store. That is very clear bullet point by bullet point, different basic aspects of the management of your restaurant and who is accountable for those things. Now, granted, you could have an org chart of your restaurant or restaurants, depending on, you know, the way you've set it up. You could have a general manager, assistant manager, you have front of the house manager, you know, each restaurant could be different. Some of our stores, we have, you know, multiple managers that actually two managers that manage a store and we have leads. So we do not have one general manager. Maybe the restaurant is not large enough to justify that to have a general manager, assistant manager environment. Maybe we have two managers. And the reason these two managers can equally work together and have an understanding is because we have an accountability chart. So again, the question I have for you is, do you have an accountability chart? And if you would like to create one, today together. I'm going to share with you how ours look like. Hopefully it's insightful for you to create this. We want to work together to build a management system. Management system in a restaurant is way beyond the little checklist in the morning. Hey, wipe down the thing, turn on the that. You know what I mean? This is management systems, creating tools and systems in place. So your managers have clarity that comes from you and me at the top to give the clarity. So when you look at your team, there is bickering and confusion and arguments and friction is because you and I have not made it clear who's accountable for what. Before we get into the accountability chart details and how you can create your own, I wanted to read you a little quick story. This is a story about four people named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done and everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody would do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. It ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have. Does that resonate? When we say something is everybody's job, right? Whether it's cleanliness or taking care of this or something with the guest or labor or this, all managers are in charge of it. So everybody means nobody. We have to have one person always accountable for something. And that thing could be different, different people accountable for different things. But that really brings in clarity. Let's get into it. For us, we have six sections that we want to create that accountability chart for. 
For us, it's our Texas hospitality. I'll go into details about that. Texas hospitality is our guest experience. I'll go deep into it. So let's let's look at the outer onion level, and that is Texas hospitality. We have invest, which is our training of our team. We have policies and procedures. Who is accountable for this section? We have our people section, our goods, and our systems. Now let's get into it. For us, Texas hospitality, I want to have a manager, a lead, somebody in our leadership team at each store that is accountable to make sure everybody, we are smiling, we're greeting, we're farewelling, the customer concerns are taken care of, no matter who works when. I have a person accountable for Texas hospitality. And accuracy. We want to make sure obviously our food is accurate because that really affects our guest experience. So accuracy, smiling service, customer concerns. If I don't have somebody at the store level accountable for this, it falls on me as the owner because I see all of the customer concerns. I guess it's getting done. Is it not getting done? Well, so-and-so worked on this shift, that shift. This is a review from here, from there. I need to have a person at a store in charge of Texas hospitality to make sure this does indeed get done without my involvement. The next section for us is invest. Again, we invest in our team. That's one of our core values is always investing is the name of our core value. Of course, that's about training. Everybody may train everyone, right? I may have a team member that is very good at Texas hospitality, very friendly. I'm going to pair a new team member maybe with this team member to learn how to serve our guests in terms of hospitality, if you know what I mean. A lot of people train people, of course, about how to do this, how to do that based on skill set. But I have one person at each store must be accountable for training to make sure training is getting done, that we go into a week with a plan for training. You plan to fail. I butchered it to death, right? If you fail the plan, you plan to fail. So somebody in the in each location needs to be accountable for training. That is their priority to make sure we go into the week with plan of training, the training is being documented and uh, communicated and find opportunities uh, while we also have investing in the community is part of the invest section because that again is one of our core values. You choose what is your core value, what matters to you and who is accountable for that chunk. Policies and procedures, right? We have multiple managers. Everybody needs to make sure our policies and procedures are followed. We have the ops book, we have the log book, the hiring, the disciplinary systems we have within our management system. You know, we have war meetings um, at each location, which is our weekly action review uh, where our management team sits and has a meeting. The war meeting and all that, that's part of our policies and procedures. I need to have a person on the leadership team team accountable to ensure these things do happen consistently. Another section for us is our people section. Of course, that's people are our biggest asset and pain. So this matters. So this person is accountable for our people. That is going to make sure our labor, our target for our labor is to be less than 23%. So the person accountable for people is ensuring the labor is within range. Now they may be the one who does the schedule proactively managing the labor of the store and then you know, reactively is during the week, making sure the babysitting the number. We always babysit numbers. We don't babysit people. That's poor leadership. We do babysit numbers. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch it very closely, like a two-year-old baby, you know, labor percentage need to be babysat, if you know what I mean. So that person's in charge of making sure we do document team performance in the logbook, how the shift went, and if there was any issues on the people side. And the schedule, all the things, that's a people section. I have one person accountable per store for that. Goods is our food cost. You know, we have the food cost. We found out the skill set that it takes to lead our team and our leadership and all of that is different than somebody who could be accountable for our COGS. Just because the COGS person really need to be analytical, more detail-oriented, 
looking at keeping an eye on all of our goods, our prices, all the things, fun stuff, right? So this person that I'm saying goods section is in charge of the food cost, you know, making sure the recipes, the portions are being followed, the food order is placed when it needs to be placed, the FIFA, what have you, the prep bar levels, the inventory count, the food transfers, all the good stuff. So a person at a location is accountable for our goods. Last but not least is our systems. So our systems is our ops book, our open and closed systems, and anything else that's not mentioned overall, all systems sections are here in the system. So a person is accountable at every location for our systems. So that way you have different people accountable for different things, governing a small territory. And then that's how things get done. You can't have a person in charge of so many different things accountable for everything. And that's even with a GM, we found out that we've had a hard time finding GMs or developing to have analytical skill set as well as people skill set and this has been our way of getting a management team that works together that governs a small territory and among themselves all the puzzle pieces come together and have a operations at a unit that people work together and things do happen. And part of that is, you know, goes back to our company core values. You have your own 3X win is our core value. You know, we have engineered our core value, which we really are focused on data because business is all math and numbers anyways. We have Texas hospitality, always investing. Those three come together for 3X win, which is guests to win, our team to win, and our company to win. So that all to say, there's a lot about our company, but I would love to hear what is it that you currently do to make it clear for your management team who is in charge of what, who is accountable for what. So what we do is we have this accountability chart per store on our offices on the wall. We have this store, this store, this store because here we have our meetings on Monday, our engineered meeting, looking at our numbers, looking at how the store is doing. And that way, when a problem comes up, we can be like, oh, so-and-so, no, 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 there's a drama point going on with the team members and their training and what have you. I can be like, okay, we're talking about our O'Connor Road location. Who's accountable for training again? Oh, that person. Are they doing what they're supposed to, right? Because instead of just discussing problems on a vague uh, way, you always want to go back to the person and to the system and things are being followed or they're not being followed, right? Identifying gaps and closing the gaps. So that is the focus. That was the fun topic. Restaurant accountability chart. Let me know your thoughts on this. Is this valuable? Is it too boring? Is it uh, not fun? I mean, should we talk about something else with garlic? I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. I hope it was valuable. Get back to it. Get it done. Bring clarity to your team so everybody can work together. We can be effective. We can move forward and make some dough. Thank you. Bye-bye.